Call from Amanda. Hello. 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 Hello, who's this? Amanda. What are you doing? What's going on? What are you doing? I'm at work. Whereabouts? I work for I work for an eye doctor. Do uh, eye surgery. Oh man. You ever met someone with twenty twenty vision before? Uh, I mean, most people get 20-20 afterwards. We do surgery on a lot of uh, old people because we do cataract surgery. Oh, could you hook my grandmother up? <laughs> yeah, girl, come out to Atlanta. Oh, uh, she doesn't travel. Yeah, we're not. I'm on the other side of the uh, the, the uh, coast over here, so it's a a bit of a trek just for eye surgery. You know what I always fuck up is like saying like geographic, like when you're going, well, I'm going to go up to, you know, I'll be like, yeah. I'm going to go up to the East Coast. People are like, that's not up, you stupid you're like, fuck that's face. Not up. That's definitely East. Uh, I want to go down to. You just said it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always say the wrong direction is what I'm saying. And you want to know why? Oakland Public Schools. Something about the way you were raised? No, I'm just kidding. I want to I wanna hold Oakland Public Schools accountable for that. Um, um, no, yeah. but also, too, I missed a lot of school. Yeah. I I went to private school, and I said the same thing, so I kind of feel like that might not be the reason. But oh, cool, cool. Then, theory. Yeah. Shout out to Oakland Public Schools. Yeah. Um, well, I did private yes. School in high school, but I went to public school up until then. Mm, oh, I'm I'm going to London. To London? Yep. Oh snap! That's awesome. I'm really excited about it. Um, looking forward to it. Hope the jet lag isn't too bad, but I'm going to um, Hawaii in January. Oh, cool. And um. Uh, I've never been. Have you been before? Yes, I have. <laughs> have I been to That's Hawaii? That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, I went to London right after high school, but um, that was 10 years ago. So I have not been back since, but I'd like to. I went uh, I went to Peru last year and did the whole Machu Picchu thing, which is really awesome. I've never but been there. I haven't there. been back to Europe in a long time. Cool, man. Oh, shit. Can you yeah. turn the volume up? I can't really hear that well. Yeah, um, sorry. There we go. How's your doggy doing? I, he your died dog this is morning. So cute. One time you tweeted me a picture of your dog in a raincoat, and I just, like, almost fell on the floor. <laughs> it's so cute. He died this morning. <laughs> you lie. I'm serious. No. It's sad that you mentioned that, though, because I actually just had to put my cat down on Sunday. Um, because he had cancer it was like i didn't even you know you don't even ever think about that kind of thing but he was like 15 or 16 and yeah. so the doctor told us he'd have a couple weeks and so we had to take you know do the humane thing on sunday which was super hard sorry to bring the, the vibe down the pod but <laughs> just uh, on my mind a little bit this week uh -huh. Listen, you can say anything but, here. It not gonna phase us. 
No, I mean, that's terrible. Oh. I can't even allow my brain to, to, um, I have nightmares about my dog dying. And it, I, I mean, I walk down yeah. the street and think what I would do if a coyote came at him, like how I would elbow this coyote and punch it and tear at its eyes. And like even big Suck pit bulls it. and dogs. I know everyone who loves pit bulls are like, they're the sweetest. Okay, cool. They're huge no. and pure muscle. And my tiny dog does not, let's just say, feel safe around them. Anyway, yeah, I you watch out for that. My friend's dog was a tiny dog like yours, and she got attacked by a pit bull like a month ago. What are just you just hit right doomed? into her and just threw her around and stuff? And then she had to have surgery, and they put that pit bull down because it had attacked other animals before. Look, as a dog pet. owner, I don't understand. If your dog attacks people or dogs, game over. I think that's supposed to be it. Yeah. I don't under like I I think rescues are important, but once your dog is injuring other dogs or killing them oh, and injuring 100%. children, it's time to let go. Caller, this is an outrage. Thank you so much for your call. Now listen, speaking of outrage, I wrote the longest Tumblr post hit send and it just disappeared then i was so aggravated for like a half hour i was just like that's so crazy that it just disappeared and then i painstakingly rewrote it and it disappeared again do you know how aggravating hello hello Chelsea. yeah are you on tumblr yeah <laughs> that's the appropriate oh, response <laughs> that's the appropriate response yeah, right? but listen i'm so fucking frustrated because i wrote a tumblr post that was very well written okay i don't want to toot my own yeah listen you know me i hate to toot my own horn but this tumblr post was and i'm not tooting my own horn it was I know. incredible how so It was incredible. Oh, my God. And it was about Hollywood and women and representation in film. And I was inspired yeah. by one of the Game of Thrones, the young little actress that was being outspoken about how shitty roles are for women. And, you know, I feel like there's a whole movement, a movement, a movement <laughs> right now. That sounded about right where everyone's getting kind of sick of just like this very narrow representation. Everyone's like, actually, who's on? Like, uh, it, I think just times are changing. And that there's a very, very, first of all, there's an obsession with beauty that is, why, it's beauty? just beauty, you motherfucker. Oh, sorry, babe. Babe. I shouldn't call you that. Oh my Babe. God. Fuck me. <laughs> babe, what are you doing? I don't want to dominate the convo. Babe. No, babe. I feel like I'm really dominating the convo right now, for real. Um, I'm just, you know, I got home from class. I'm a college student, so I fit one of your main demographics. Right, right. <laughs> I feel like you fit um, a few of them, if you know what I'm saying. Um, wait, I have a I do have a question about like mental health in college though. Okay. I'm just wondering what do you find helpful? Because I feel like 
I went to my freaking school therapist. Yeah. And they, they don't offer like any kind of long-term therapy through my school. It's just like, come in when you're stressed and bitch about your problems. But like, how do I just not go crazy? Yeah. That is kind of outrageous. I do remember that from college vaguely. Like you can only have like six sessions in a year. It's like, or something crazy. And you're like, well, what if I go crazy? Like everyone's like school violence. What's, what can we do? It's like, yes, gun control is important, but like mental health is also important. It's like, you know, no. And also, why aren't like, I, why I don't aren't know how more... you feel about meds either because I'm afraid to go on meds. I mean, I think they are crucial for some people, and I think they're not crucial for other people. I think, like, here's my thing with meds. I think that some people have severe chemical imbalance. I've seen it in very close quarters, and I've seen people who are Mm -hmm. absolutely not functional without medication. Their life is miserable. Then they get it, and they find themselves much happier and more functional. There's some people who like you have a minor stress and a doctor prescribes you pills for that rather than trying exercise and going to bed at a regular time and not having technology in your room to fuck up your sleep and, you know, mm-hmm. getting therapy. Like there's a lot of steps you can try, you know. Now, if you're suicidal, yeah. that's different. You know, I wouldn't say go for a run if you're suicidal and everything will be fixed like I just think it it's it depends right. on the person. Um, yeah, can I tell you what I've noticed about that makes me not want to go on meds? It's like the people that I know who are on meds. Whenever I ask them, I ask them how it is, and I'm like, "Does it work for you?" And they're like, "Oh, oh yeah, everything's great. I feel really, I feel great. I feel positive." But like, they still have freaking mental breakdowns. They're just like seem to be in denial about everything. They're just like, "Oh yeah, everything's great." So it's like they're. I don't even know. It's like they're lying to themselves. What do you mean they still have mental breakdowns? Yeah, I know. I no, just that want was a question. To be okay, all the time. That was a question. I don't understand yeah. what you mean. Oh wait, from what? From what part? You said people on meds they still have mental breakdowns all the time. I, I, in my experience. Well, yeah. Cause... Oh, sorry. I'll let you go. No, no, you go. Well, here's the thing, like, I have friends who, they say, oh, I used to cry all the time, I used to have a lot of breakdowns, and then they say, when I went on meds, it changed my life, and what I'm saying is, like, (laughs) just from my judgmental outside perspective, I guess, they still go psychotic, it doesn't seem to be doing anything, all it does is, like, trick them into thinking they're okay, like, they're in a positive mindset, but they still have all those issues that aren't being resolved. Well, I mean, are they doing therapy as well as drugs? Yeah, I think it's both, but maybe they have a shitty therapist. I don't know. I mean, look, nothing guarantees constant perfection, but also, you know, I, I know someone who had to try tons of different meds. You know, it's, it's not always like an immediate path. Like sometimes you have to try different ones to find the one that works for you. Right. Anyway, I don't really right. know. I don't take medication. Um, so I feel like I'm not really an expert on this, but I just know from people that I know who, you know, it's been a, it's been a process to figure out and it's, it's always like coming on and off them has all this shit. I mean, it's a, a very involved process. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, yeah, you can go a little crazy on that when you first start taking them, but I don't know. I mean, 
What kind of um, coping skills did you use? <laughs> for, for when? Just always? Like in college, I mean. like In yeah. college. I think I... I don't know if it was during or after college, but I did go to a therapist. I'm a firm okay. believer right. in therapy. And... For me, exercise helps a lot. Going on long walks, if I'm in a really bad mood and I go on like an hour or two hour hike or walk with a friend, by oh, the yeah. end of that time, I'm much more calmed down. The other thing is, yeah, I don't want to freak you out here, but an attitude of gratitude. I got to steer my brain away from connecting the dots on everything negative that's ever happened to me. That's my wiring is yeah. to look at everything negative that's ever happened. And literally to connect those dots, I have to circumvent hundreds and hundreds of positive things that have happened to me. And my brain yes, thank you. is so adept at that, that I have to literally intellectually remind myself, no, you can't just go around this positive thing to fixate on the negative. Then you're making a choice. You're choosing negative thinking. So once, exactly. I, once I acknowledge the fact that negative thinking is a choice, that was revolutionary to me. Mm -hmm. And the idea that self-pity, yeah. self-pity is an indulgence. So if you're, if you're being self-pitying, you're making a choice to be unhappy. And that sounds don't sort you of... Don't sometimes feel like you're just going to this mode where you can't control it? Like, don't you just feel like, like, how do you get out of that? How do you get out of your freaking disassociative, like, that state that you go into? Well, I try to make <sighs> lists of positive things. Like, I'll literally right, right. type out or write down everything I'm thankful for in a list. And sometimes, if that's hard, I, I'll start with whatever's, like, close to me. Like, I'm thankful for this blanket that I'm snuggled in i'm thankful for my dog i'm thankful for my neighborhood like sometimes i just go like that and i go out into like bigger and bigger things and like thankful for my health and for my family's happiness and health you know it's like i basically like because my brain is prone to complaining and self-pity and all those things it's like i have to constantly yeah. hey you know what that's actually not real you know even though it's like yeah. and also once you've got that in your either your upbringing or in your DNA, this kind of like negative morose outlook, it mm -hmm. feels right to you. It feels correct to be really dark in your thinking because that's what was modeled yeah. for you in your childhood or whatever. But it's like a practice of shifting your thinking. And you have to like be dil right. be diligent about it. And some days are better than others. But you have to literally just kind of even like making lists of things that you love about yourself. Because I'm very prone to self-hate as well. And, you know, I've Damn. tended Damn. when it comes to like stand-ups even like I've tended to admire the people that tend to hate themselves and hate the world. And like recently I've started going, wait a minute, that's kind of fucked up. Like why am I thinking that these are the most honest people? They're actually just like the most negative and self-hating people. And I've, st you yeah. know, I realized, oh my God, that's so sneaky. I've in my brain equated that with honesty, you know? Yeah. But, uh, it's tricky because right. I like people who share their fears. I don't like when someone's just constantly like, everything's great. Life's great. I like to hear people's fears and vulnerabilities, but there's a difference between that and just kind of, um, 
glorying in negative thinking. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And and I, I mean, in general, stand up for me, like part of the thing, the issue that I have with stand up is that it's very hard for that to fit in sometimes for me with therapy and positive thinking mm -hmm. and all those things. But what I try to view it as is catharsis for my darker thoughts and that it's kind of a, a, a place where I can explore, explore those things, but also you know, as I've gotten, you know, deeper into it, it's been important to me to show the sillier, more fun side of myself and not just purely, you know. Uh, thank you so much, Chelsea. Like, literally, your podcast, like, got me out of such a dark place not too long ago. It seriously did. And I am grateful to you. Well, um, you know, I hope you get your <laughs> shit together. <laughs> I know. Um, I need to get going. But also, too, it's like, I mean, it sucks, but maybe you should pay for therapy. Like, even if you had to, like, yeah. do some extra work, you know, like, find, because a lot of therapists also have sliding scales, especially if you're a college student. Like, there's therapists that maybe they normally charge 150 an hour and they'll charge 80. I know I did that. That's what I did in college. I had a sliding scale therapist and her normal rate was 150 and she charged me 80. And, I just think it's oh, such a big investment. So much it's a lot, but think about how me. much college students spend on drinks. You know, like oh college God, students yeah. will go have five drinks at a bar. That's almost a full session of therapy. So, well, here's the thing, Chelsea. Think, I fit into another demographic. I'm a stoner, and if I stop smoking pot, I know that my emotions would be more balanced than they are now. Well, maybe so, think about therapy. Be, you could get if you yeah. get listen if you gave up four twomp sacks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be one session of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that even? A swamp sack? Uh, <laughs> was that like a 90s thing? <laughs> I don't know if it was a 90s thing or if it was a Bay Area thing, but regardless, it was a little okay. $20 bag of weed. Now, yeah. Um, I, I think that people make all kinds of excuses for money, but money is really about priorities. And I bet you, yeah. even if you wanted to go to one therapy session, if you were resourceful about finding a cheap therapist who prorates their sessions for college students and, um, and just cut back on some other area, you eat out less one week and cook at home or you don't buy new mm -hmm. jeans or whatever, like just all I think is like people don't prioritize their mental health and it's like the most important thing that you have. You're right. And also You're like if therapy right. is too expensive and you can't do it every week, maybe you do it once a month, but you try to make sure you go to bed at the same time every night or you try to make sure that you exercise every day. There's a lot of things that can impact your mood that don't cost anything. Yeah. It's about yeah. like being like really committing to it. Yeah, I'm just getting going. Yeah. That's anyway, I, I don't know do. why you sound sort of upbeat, and I don't really believe that you have mental issues. <laughs> I know that's what everybody says, dude. Uh, that's what everybody says. Oh, like so you're putting says, on a. You don't have anxiety. You don't have depression. It's like, yeah. Oh. I, I mean, this is all. This is how I communicate with other people. I mean, like, I'm. A, I was a theater major, so I know how to act. Oh, right, right. 
Well, that's another Who thing. Who knows? I might have a personality disorder. Uh-oh. <laughs> Listen. I don't fucking know. What's the worst that's going to happen if you don't act sunshiny with someone for five minutes? It's like... It, They're going to hate me. That's fine. Who cares? But also, more likely than not, they're going to relate to you. You know? Yeah. Just try even like yeah. once a week, just be yourself a little more. <laughs> try to just not... Don't push things down. That That's the right. thing that makes you feel the worst of all is when you push down your bad feelings. It's exhausting. That's how I feel at every I party. I feel like I have to be like, hi, how are you? Oh my God, that's been like, oh yes, yeah. I love that. Blah, blah. And then it's like, I go home, I'm like, oh God. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. It's exhausting. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, this has been very um, educational and a great reminder to um, indulge in positive thinking. And it doesn't have to be as corny yeah. as that sounds. It's literally kind of interesting intellectually. If you make a list of things that you love in your life, people that you love, places that you love, foods that you love, things that you have in your life that make you happy, you read that list back and you're going to feel better. It's weird. You're just basically gently training your brain to, to think about good things and not just negative things. Okay. I'm going to give it a try. Thank you for the advice. Bye. I have little dry patches of skin, little dry patches of skin that I've never had before. And someone said that's eczema. <gasps> oh, no. Anyway, mental health, y'all. Um, so, first of all, the obsession with beauty. I have to say, like, I don't understand how so many people are so superficial. Why is beauty so important to people? And beyond that, why is it such a narrow definition? Like, I, there's so many people where, like, in the media, in the press, like, they're known to be ugly. And, like, you know, for example, Michael Phelps, everyone always had jokes about him. I'm like, he looks fine. He looks like a totally normal guy. Like, I don't see, I just think, like, people are so psychotically narrow in their vision of beauty. It's like also completely devoid of, um, the person and who they are. I just, that. Call from. You do it, okay? To accept. What? Hello? Yes? Ah, I got through. It took 57 tries. Oh, my God. Of, and a lot of the Google subscriber you called is not available. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, it was a mish. Um, are you excited for London? I am so excited for London. And what's crazy, I mean, I guess my, my trip isn't completely finalized and confirmed. There's always a chance that things go awry. But God willing, I'm going to be there next week. And it's so weird because I had just been talking about London and how I miss London and just having tons of travel less. Like I really... What is it? Wanderlust? I've been like really wanting to go somewhere and travel and like was specifically talking about London. And then I got this email about this thing I could go do in London. And so I just, and it's during a week that we're not shooting. So I was just like, it just felt so meant to be watch my plane <laughs> crashes or something, but <laughs> positive thinking. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, so I'm super excited. I went to school there in college for a semester and I just, I love it there. And I haven't been there in a while. So I'm excited. How long is your stay? I think it's just going to be like four nights, unfortunately, but. It's still better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I am calling yes. from a hotel in Houston. I just got done with an interview. What hotel um, is it? Because I felt uh, like. Four Seasons. Oh. Yeah, I'm not I... staying here, though. It's just where I had the interview. Are you staying at the Motel 6 down the road? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm staying at the Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny though? I feel like I, I don't feel like Houston has that good of hotels. Am I crazy? I can't remember where I stayed you know, there. They have like Zaza Gabor or something, and then they have some <laughs> other hotel that's supposed to be nice, but I didn't feel like it was. I don't know. But I did love um, Houston. Uh, do you have any places to visit? I have one free day to visit. So in Houston. Yes. I'm trying to think, what did I do in Houston? Well, you know what? I was staying downtown, I think, because that was near the venue. And it was like, there was one thing that kind of sucks about stand-up travel is you wind up being there for only a few nights and then you stay downtown, which a lot of cities downtown kind of sucks. So unless you get really ambitious, you don't see a lot of the city. But I mean, the funny yeah. thing is all that's like coming to mind was walking into a pharmacy <laughs> and <laughs> that's not something I obviously should recommend to you. But, um, oh. you know what? Let me patch Beyonce in. She would know. <laughs> in fact, when I was in Houston, I, someone told me that like Beyonce had been in a target or something. And so I was like searching the pictures. And if you look, you can see like pictures of Beyonce, I think it was target or something like that. And, um, I don't know why that was exciting for me to see those photos, but I guess I'm just pretty much a loser. Can I go to the same pharmacy you visited and then take pictures there? <laughs> I wish I remembered where it was so you could have that monumentous experience, no. but where was it that oh, I even God. performed? I love that venue. It was something live Houston. <gasps> oh my God. And Harris Whittles came to the show. And then we went and got faux afterwards. <sighs> and what sucks is we went to go get pie somewhere and I thought we took pictures and I can't find them anywhere. And then I was like, maybe he took them on his phone. Anyway, it's just weird. It's like. Uh, well, what's the pie place? I can't remember. We drove on a freeway for a while to go to some pie place. I'm pretty sure it was like a. A place that had really good pie. We were, we took some photos in the parking lot, I thought, but I don't know. Anyway, fucking God. And Lamar uh, Odom. I mean, what is the answer? To? Addiction. What is the answer to? Poor to Lamar. Addiction? Yeah. Is, anyway, I, oh, you don't have to way, have it. Yes. Um. So I am a computer science major yeah right i'm trying to <laughs> i know i don't even know what i'm doing <laughs> but uh, 
I'm trying to like make an app of a food test game. Oh my god, you're stealing and my I idea, like, and then you're going to profit from it. I mean, I'm not going to mark. Well, I mean, I renamed it. I can't call it like Chelsea Pretty Food Test. Right. So you're offensively stealing my idea and renaming <laughs> it as it's your own. Guess what? I'm used to no. it. People steal my fucking shit all the time. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to do it, but it's an adventure of its own. If you make yeah. money off it, I'm going to sue you. I mean, that's fine. First, I just have to find a lawyer. Just kidding. I'll I have, have one. How have the calls been? Just kidding, I already have one. Yeah. How the calls been? You brought out the wolf of me, I'm gonna fucking sue you. Call from Steven. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Hello? Yes, Steven, we're going to war, baby. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm talking to you, Chelsea Freddy. What a great. How are you doing today? Fucking pissed off, man. Someone stole my idea. They're going to turn it into an app. And you know what the worst part is? It's a fucking female betrayal, woman to woman. Oh, you're an engineer. Cool, man. We need more female engineers. Oh, cool. You're going to steal my idea, sister? Uh, what, what was the app? Hello? Fucking bitch! Oh, sure, but yeah, my brain is a fucking candy jar. Just reach in and take whatever you want, motherfuckers. Can you describe the app to me? Maybe I can do something with it before she does. Hello. <laughs> I have a question for you, Chelsea.
Maika. Maika. We're going to war, baby. How's it going? We're going to war, Micah. That's freaky. Why do you have to go so dark all the time? (laughs) Micah, because people think that my ideas are a motherfucking grab bag, Micah. Your ideas spread and are the inception of terror. Mm, Micah? Uh, Micah? What is this? I, I just got to say the last episode you did when you played a concerto, like a 20 minute concerto at the end. Yeah. I lost it. I was just losing it. Well, you're going to love this new app. Killed it. Killing the podcast game. What does this do? I was talking about my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if I press this, thank God we're recording on the toilet today. Oh. Um, what does this do? Bathroom humor, toilet humor. Micah, <laughs> you see, you picked a mighty fine time to call, cause Micah. I'm talking myself down off the ledge right now. Cause Micah, I was betrayed by a sister friend of mine. Fan turned thief. And now Micah, this engineer is gonna trot off to some corporation and sell them an app with my brain inside it, Micah. And Micah, there's simply nothing I can do cause she's gonna change the name. Like all Hollywood thieves, she takes a kernel, throws a wig on top of it, and calls it a fresh idea. But in a way, I guess, maybe even Shakespeare stole from the Greeks. We don't know, my God. The exchange of ideas, well, sure, I believe in that, and dialogue, and canons, and all those things that people talk about, Micah, but I don't know where the buck stops. What's mine, Micah? What's mine? And Micah, what's yours? If you steal from me, I'm going to mash up your behind with a grenade. My ears are blue. You think I won't release bears? Micah, do you think that bears are a war crime? Watch your back, well, bears Mike. Bears are nature's war crime. Damn, that was succinct, yo. Call from Rick. 
Rick. Hey, what's going on? Um, you know, <laughs> hard to really say. Okay. Uh, I wanted to ask you what you thought of Lenny Kravitz. I hate to change the subject, but I wish it would rain today. Sick of this okay. heat. Sick of this heat. I want to feel a chilly day. I want to feel that life's okay and that I can't stay inside. I can't stay inside. Is that a Lenny Kravitz song? Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I don't really have much thoughts on Lenny Kravitz, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Well, I know the penis came out like a couple weeks ago. No, hell of long ago. Are you talking about that gif where it it popped out of his leather pants? Yeah, he. That was a long ass time ago. Came out. Okay. Well. (laughs) (laughs) I went to see him in 1997, and it was the summer, and it was like 97 degrees. He came out in the full fur jumpsuit. He played four songs. He he screamed out, "We're gonna go all night, New Jersey!" And then he passed out for heat exhaustion. And they carried him off stage. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> it was a moving target, but I got him. Um, God, it is so hot. I'm so sick of the heat. I never thought I would say this, but it's like, I really, this heat is starting to become like how I felt in New York in the winter. Like, I don't like leaving my house that much. Boop, boop, boop. Call from Jared. Are you a robot? I am a robot. You do have a robot quality to your voice. Really? Are you a Google car? <laughs> I am. I talked to David Huntsberger on a phone for his podcast. And? What is that? A plug? Yes. Everybody and they mama has today. a podcast dog. You think I care about David Huntsberger? No. Just kidding. He's great great dude no i don't really know him that well but that's the one with tig no that one got canceled okay i'm not up on a, a new every one. person in the world has a podcast so i'm not able to keep track of all the ups and downs how have your callers been today joey jazz <laughs> uh you'll see when you hear the podcast This just in, a man calls the podcast to ask how other callers have been. It seems strange to the podcaster because she's, of course, looking for quality content in his call. She's confused but continues to talk to him. More on this developing story now. Thanks. I'm getting ready for work, if that's exciting. Mm. 
call from? Andrea. Are you on Tumblr? No. Ugh. Call from? Michael. Are you on Tumblr? No. The fuck, man. Is it just the same five people on there? Just doing hecka posts? You know, I don't understand what web communities are actually popular right now. I have to say, I kind of like Tumblr and Instagram the most. I do not like videos that much. I hate when friends send me YouTube links. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm at work. I can't be like turning the volume on, loading this shit on the Wi-Fi. Like, I love photos. Also, too, like most of the time when someone sends me a video, I don't think it's that funny. And it's much more time consuming to realize, oh, yeah, this isn't funny. It's not my cup of tea. But if it's a photo or if it's a GIF, GIF, however you want to fucking say it, you can ascertain the quality very quickly. Call from Matt. Matt, are you on Tumblr? Hun, are you on Tumblr? Hi, Chelsea. Hi. Um, Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Julie? That's a reference to Big Brother. Oh, um, I am on Tumblr, but I haven't updated for like two or three years. I feel like that's Tumblr is an old platform now. What do you use now that satisfies that same itch? Huh? Do you have a social media outlet that has replaced Tumblr? That has replaced Tumblr. In your um, heart. Not Instagram. I don't. I don't really agree with that as a, a proper platform for for sharing uh, funny content. I feel like Instagram should be like. I don't like these Instagram accounts that like re like rehash or steal. I guess from from Tumblr. I feel like Instagram is for things that you see around town and you can just like snap a picture. Why do you? Do you think that Instagram is an appropriate replacement for Tumblr? I'm just simply asking you, if you think Tumblr is old, have you found a new thing that you're into, or are you just now withdrawing from social media in general? Mm, have you ever been on 4chan before? Yes. It's a pretty dark, dark place. That's where I you go like now? <laughs> I feel like there's a big, a big jump from Tumblr to 4chan. I feel like Tumblr just rips off 4chan pretty hard, but they're kind of an angry group. <laughs> um, I don't know. There needs to be a, a different, a new, a new platform, I guess. But um, I've got. I need some advice. Okay. Can we travel over to that? Yeah. Um, I've been dating this girl for two years, and she gives me a lot of shit about my ex-girlfriend. Do you? experience that in your life with your boyfriend that if he's still friends with exes are you or you friends with exes and then like jealousy comes into play i feel like i'm kind of losing my friends because my girlfriend is taking over a bit because she just moved in a few months ago okay i don't experience that um i are you friends with your boyfriend's exes well, let's talk about you guys, okay, since this is your advice, <laughs> okay? 
Why are you okay. losing friends over your girlfriend? Why am I what? Why am I losing friends because of my girlfriend? Yes. Because, well, I guess I'm losing my girlfriend because of my girlfriend. Not that, like, I'm, like, literally a girl that I dated 10 years ago mm-hmm. um, is, like, I'm losing touch with her because my girlfriend is um, kind of pushing her out of my life and causing all these rifts. I mean, how much time were you spending with your ex-girlfriend? Not even... Like, she just refuses to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, so I... So therefore, I don't get to hang out with her, and she feels slighted, and I have to, like, make up for it. Also, like, one of my girlfriends... Uh, a friend that is a girl that... Not one of my exes, but it was just her birthday, and I kind of... I just feel like I've being a bad friend. You what? I feel like I've been a bad friend because of my girl. Have you always you had so many female friends? Have you always had so many female friends? I guess I kind of have always had so many female friends. But I guess I want to say that it was all innocent. But now I'm losing all of them now that I have my girlfriend in my life more acutely. Well, my curiosity, of course, is do you continue to have any feelings for these exes? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I don't, I'm not like trying to secretly get my rocks off or something. Like I really consider these people just my friends, but I also don't want to upset my current girlfriend. So I end up just bending uh, to her will. How many, how, what percentage of your friends are ex-girlfriends? What percentage of my friends? I'd say 10%. Okay. I have three ex-girlfriends. And you're friends with all of them? Yeah, because, you know, these are people that you become very, very close with and you spend so much time with them. And I don't know. I, if I broke up with somebody 10 years ago, those feelings don't remain, I don't think, but I still feel like a connection with them, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think you're, do you feel that, um, do you feel that connection with your current girlfriend? Well, yeah, even more so because she's my current love of my life, et cetera. And were you friends with all these girls when you guys were starting to date? And what did she say about it then? We were doing long distance for like two years. So I guess she wasn't, it really wasn't all up in her face like it is now. Because I mean, I'm from New York and she just recently moved here. So, Well, long um, distance allows you to have a bit of a double life. You have your life where they're not in town. And your life where they are in town, where you can be 100% focused on them. So it's hard to transition from long distance to living together because you're used to having all this completely 100% independent time where you can do whatever you want. So to me, it makes sense that you would both have some growing pains with that. I mean, I think people's lives shift when they get in a relationship. Maybe you won't be hanging out with your ex-girlfriend as much as you used to. Um, but if you feel like she's completely yeah. shutting you down from people that are important to you as friends, then, you know, you guys have to talk through it. It's true. I think we do have to talk through it because, you know, there's no, there's no residual feelings, at least for me. So I'm just trying to maintain my friendships and keep everybody happy in my life. I wanted to know, sorry to just move the conversation. Do you have any opinion on wedding hashtags? Cause I see wedding hashtags like Scott loves Rosa, hashtag, blah, blah, wedding. And it makes me want to, like, gouge my eyes out. Well, I just don't, in general, understand 
like not wanting your wedding to be a private affair. Like it's weird to me that any person can search that hashtag and see photos of what's a private event. Like to me, like weddings in general, when they get to be too big, it's just like I to me, it's not romantic and it's not. I, I guess I just like privacy and I think like hashtagging is the opposite. But I guess on the outside, it's kind of fun to click into strangers wedding hashtags and feel like I mean, it's fun if you're at the wedding. Vicariously a part of it. It's fun if you're at the wedding because then you can see everyone's photos and that you, stuff you might not have had time to to make. I mean, in general, I just feel like all this social media stuff makes me more and more anxious about privacy. Um, other than that. You know, there's pluses to it, but there's just like this increasing kind of dread and panic I have about the minus that I feel like is still developing. There's, sorry, there's about the mind that's still developing? No, the minuses of it, you know, like what are the costs of all these new things such as hashtagging a wedding and blah, blah, blah. It's like, anyway, whatever. I'm bored of my own self. All right, guys. Call from Jaya. Jaya? Hey, girl, what's up? What's up with you? Nothing. I. It's so funny. I was just walking back from class, and I was listening to your podcast, and then my sister texted me and said, Chelsea Brady's doing a podcast right now. Call. So I called, and I got through. What's your sister's name? Davy. Davy, like D-A-V-Y? D-E-V-I. That's cute. Thank you. It's an Indian name. Um, shout out to Davy. Oh, she will be so happy to hear that. She's the one that got me into you. I should have said it with more enthusiasm. Like, shout out to Davy. Shout out to Davy. <laughs> um, listen, what should we talk about? People stealing my ideas. Tumblr. The state of women in Hollywood. Aww. Oh. That is some deep stuff. Or should I get another dog? Actually, I was going to ask you something pretty simple, which is I just got back and I looked in my fridge and I have no food and I'm going to go to Trader Joe's in a couple hours. So I'm wondering if you have any recommendations. Here is my question to you and to the world at large about Trader Joe's. I recently went there after quite a long break from going there. I started Mm -hmm. going to a health food store near my house. Um, Mm Mm-hmm or ordering food from delivery or whatever. And so I'm walking around Trader Joe's and I'm like, nothing here is organic. Have you found that? Like, I feel like there's nothing organic up in there. Yeah. I mean, last time I was there, I was looking at like the snacks and what I usually buy that makes me feel really healthy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, uh, this isn't really like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this, but like the packaging and just like the nature of the store makes you feel like everything yeah. is so healthy. But I feel like you it's know? almost like a throwback to a time before people cared about organic like stuff. So it's like, you know, like health food stores, you'll see like non-GMO, organic, this, that, the other. Trader Joe's, nothing says any of those things. And it's like, I... Yeah, no, it's true. Like all of it, you can get like fruit for a dollar more than 30 <laughs> and that's pretty much your best bet. But like, yeah, most of their snacks are basically just normal snacks and like cute packaging. But yeah, and then, and then I like mean, the, it's like cheap, so it's the produce. Nice, the produce like, doesn't look very good. Like, I feel like Costco has better produce than Trader Joe's. 
Yeah, their produce isn't great. Like, I usually don't get it there, but I'm, like, lazy and, like, a student, so I'll just go. I mean, I'll tell you, what I loved there in the past was seven-layer dip. Now, is it healthy? Oh. No. (laughs) No. Is it tasty? No, definitely not. Yeah. You know, I want to give a shout-out to my friend B-Ro Brian. I ran into him there last time I went, and he was... I literally saw my friend talking to someone who worked at Trader Joe's and he was going, um, do you have julienned root vegetables? I was like, <laughs> you're a bitch. And then we, then we yeah, no, that's not really what Trader Joe's is for. But I mean, at the same time, though, like if if you want like everything to be like super, you know, like non-GMO and organic and like like it's really hard to find things that are delicious and non-expensive and like well non-expensive non-expensive is the number one problem but you know i just i am speaking of dread and panic about where the future is headed technology gives me that panic and so does like all these like chemicals and house products and food and it's like the more you research these things the more you feel like oh my god nothing is safe like even rice has arsenic fish has mercury i feel like there's like i saw your instagram the other day about that and it freaked me out full-on panic Um, been eating so much rice like the other day i tried to buy this um shampoo that's like supposed to be all good for you and stuff Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up, and it's really not that great. And also, my hair like is rough, <laughs> so you know. Yeah, I mean, really I've great purchase. I I forget what it's called. I'll, I'll look, but like I've gotten a shampoo and a conditioner that I think are pretty good that are really well rated on ewg.org. But like, yeah, like my cleaning products, like I tried to switch them all out, but then it's like to restock them is hard because they're not everywhere. I mean, it's definitely like, it's very hard to try to feel. And it's funny because I grew up in the Bay Area and Bay Area. What? Uh, I did too. Oh, okay. But anyway, sorry, continue. Like Bay Area people have always been this way where they're always like looking for stuff that's like the safest and healthiest and all this stuff. And I always was like, whatever, and ate Cool Ranch Doritos and like Rocky Road ice cream. And like, I guess it's like getting older and just like, or I don't know, maybe there's been like health problems that I've seen around me and I'm like, okay, I just want to be healthy and it's really hard. And the more you, the more you read about this stuff, the more overwhelming it is. Plus everyone in LA that you meet is on a different diet where they're like, I only eat this and this. And it's the only way you should eat. Like what's paleo, you know, half yeah, my I friends know. are paleo. Like, so then much. like, it's just like, ugh, it's scary. It's so scary to think about when you actually think about it. And then the other thing about the Bay area, that's pretty funny, which is like kind of random, but, um, like you said, people really care about that kind of stuff. And then also, but it's like the same time, it's so like technology driven. It's like, yeah, technology is not great for you either. <laughs> Just like in general. I don't know. I, I always get scared thinking about like, you know, those studies that are like, oh, if you have your phone in your pocket, you're going to get like ovarian cancer and all those things. Yeah. Like that freaks me out too. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I put, I usually put my phone in my back pocket. So I'm worried. I'm hoping like my butt will protect my ovaries. But if I got butt cancer, I'm going to straight fucking kill someone at one of these tech companies. Exactly. I know. It's freaky. And like, I used to always like, like weirdly, I'd always like stick my phone like in, like if I was wearing a sports 
sports bra like in the strap by the shoulder and my mom used to always get so mad at me about it because like she's like oh it's so bad for you whatever but <laughs> and now and so like now I try to be better about it but it still always ends up like my phone's always by my bed charging at night like, mm, I know it's really bad so, like, it's like ugh, I don't know what to do about technology, it technology man yeah it's too much but um yeah so food-wise, you said, uh, sorry, just segueing back into that. Food-wise, seven-layer dip. There's it's nothing not healthy, we can do. There's nothing we can do. It's okay. I know. I, okay, I'm, I'm like kind of moving away from healthy snacks only because I just feel like eh, I like just want to eat delicious food. <laughs> well, you know what but, I like? I, mean, I don't know if you like tart flavors, but um, Bragg's apple cider vinegar, you put a little bit of that in some sparkling water and then you can sweeten mm-hmm. it with a little bit of maple syrup. Um, I like it very mm-hmm. tart. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can sweeten it with, we've got this elderflower syrup and... Um, Ooh. it's like a great drink it's like kind of like kombucha it's like sort of tart but it has a little sweetness and if you just you can control how sweet you want it or not um oh that actually sounds really good yeah i've been craving sparkling water all the time and i've been craving white beans with truffle all over them <laughs> i've got this truffle salt that is so good and like i don't know what i've never craved beans in my life I've been craving these beans and I put truffle salt and all over it and great olive oil and you just eat it and it's like, oh, it tastes like when you're craving like mac and cheese or something. If you eat that, it like, mm-hmm. it tastes so like creamy and, oh, it's so good. Oh, really? I should try that because I'm always craving mac and cheese. Me too. So it's a nightmare. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> One time so I went random. to go eat with my nephews. One time I went to go eat with my nephews and they were having for their lunch, they had mac and cheese and french fries mm-hmm. i was like you <laughs> fucking pigs how dare you and like you're watching them. oh, oh can, and let me get one fry they're like no uh let me get one <laughs> one shell out of your mac and cheese no and they put their greasy little dirty hands all over it and you're like trying to steal a fry when they look away you just degraded to the most base level oh, that is so rude they need to like, respect their elders and also just sad yeah like watching someone else eat something like that uh, no I and just can't. being like oh one day you won't be eating like this but it I, they did share i mean i'm i'm just doing it for yeah. comedic effect yeah, but it yeah, is yeah. like their it's their little meal and then all the adults want it i, I it's, it's hard it's got to be hard as a mom not to get fat as fuck because kids eat the yummiest shit and they eat it while they're saying the darndest things. Like they've really got. <laughs> yeah. What? Hello? Hello? Thank you.